everyone. Welcome back to Stars Like Us. I'm your host, Eliza Kelly, and I'm so excited to introduce you guys to someone whose name is very similar to mine, but is not the same name as mine. So this is a really, I mean, if there's going to be anything that we just spend 45 minutes talking about, it could be the pronunciation of Eliza versus Alyssa. <laughs> I am Eliza, and this is Alyssa. Alyssa is also a fire sun. But Alyssa is the creator of Bitch Rising. She is a sun in Aries, a rising in Aries, and a moon in Scorpio, which is just a Mars powerhouse <laughs> trifecta. It is so nice to meet you, Alyssa. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. So I am such a fan. I think that your work is so fun and creative and so Aries, so Martian, <laughs> so spunky. I would love to know about how this began. You have almost 500,000 followers on Instagram, which is insane. It's a lot of people. How did Bitch Rising begin and what has been your journey? <laughs> well, I'm I'm a copywriter. I'm a writer first and foremost. And, you know, I moved to LA and I started doing copywriting. So a lot of stuff, writing about a lot of stuff I didn't care about, but, you know, I had a freelance gig writing um, kind of like clickbait type stuff, and I started writing about astrology, and I was like, this is really fun, and people really respond well to it, and I'm like, you know, getting a lot of info from other accounts and stuff, um, other meme accounts, and like, you know, the more in-depth stuff, and I was like, I can do this. I'm funny sometimes. <laughs> so I started it in um, April of 2018. And I just kept making memes. And the first ones were really bad, I think. <laughs> it took me about a year and a half to really get into it because, I don't know, so, like I sort of had like a sort of tipping point last summer and I just kept getting a lot of followers. And now, yeah, I almost have half a million followers on Bitch Rising. And then I have my other accounts, Horny Astrology and Stoner Zodiac, which I also like working on because they're more specific and like, they're like more focused in like other things as well instead of just astrology. But I love talking about astrology. I think it's really fun. I'm not an astrologer, but <laughs> I always say like, I'm a content creator. I That's what I do. I'm like, I do social media marketing and content strategizing and that sort of thing. That's kind of my thing, but I just, enjoy astrology. So what was the the shift that happened last summer when you started to notice that the memes that you were creating and the content that you were sort of putting out there was starting to get more traction and you were building more of a following? Well, I, I made this series. I started like doing the signs as vines and everyone loves vines, like, you know, the old ones. And I think that really just got a lot of people into it. And so I just kept doing those and then I kind of ran out of vines. So I started doing TikToks instead um, and people really responded well to it. And of course, um, I think it's just I had more time last summer to work on it and stuff. So I had a lot more content, better content. So I think that was like now I just pretty much focus on that. You know, it's it's a pretty much a job for me now. So what would you say defines good content? relatability like just things that just sort of share themselves like things that are so relatable that people can't help but keep sharing and sending to their friends and tagging their friends and all that sort of thing so anything that's can be relatable to a lot of people is 
good, but also things that are accessible. I think that's a big thing. Astrology isn't accessible to a lot of people because it's intimidating and there's so much content on it, but it's like, where do you start? Yeah. It's interesting because at the time of this recording, I had just a few days ago, I posted on my Instagram and I was like, what is an assumption? Like, just like a fun story. Like what's an assumption about me that you have that I can tell you if it's true or false. And so many people wrote in some variation of me being intimidating. And I was like, I'm a Capricorn rising. So I'm like, I've learned that people will see me as more intimidating than I feel on the inside. Like I've integrated, I feel like I had integrated it, but the volume of people saying that, like that was maybe the most popular response to get in some variation of it. Like it's not really an assumption. It was more like (laughs) statements, like people think you're intimidating. And it was like, damn, like, okay, well, if that's true, then that's true. I don't know. Okay. How how do I reconcile that? And in a way, I feel like throughout my life, I have reconciled that, but it's interesting because I didn't realize, I know that that's true sort of like IRL, but I didn't know that that was also translating in social media until that moment. And uh, now I'm not really sure, you know, I, I don't have anything really, I haven't made any sort of conclusive statement as to what that means. I'm not like changing anything. I'm not going to be like, all right, guys, let me show you how I cook, like <laughs> to make me much less scary. But I think it's kind of interesting because you said, you know, astrology can be intimidating. So as an astrologer, perhaps it's just layers of intimidation because if I, if if I am an astrologer, which I am, which is already an intimidating subject, and then I have this fucking Capricorn rising, and I guess I just say a lot of, I'm not really afraid of like speaking my mind, then the combination of all of those things comes together as like, this bitch is intimidating. <laughs> but, you know, I feel like at bitch rising account can recognize and <laughs> identify with that. Yeah. And I think that's interesting. Like, do you think that rising signs, because I know that's like usually people say that's how people see you. But do you think that's also goes for like your internet persona as well? Like your rising sign? Is that? Who knew? I mean, I didn't. I guess so. I, I think that you can do you can turn the chart, you can do a derived chart for how people see you on the internet Mm -hmm. to, to be the 11th house is your rising sign. Um, because the 11th house is the internet, in which case I'm a Sag rising, which I thought I, I feel like I'm more of a Sag rising on the internet, hmm. but apparently I'm a fucking, I'm still a Capricorn <laughs> rising, which this is just sort of like the, this is my journey with my chart is that wherever I go, whether I'm doing a relocated chart or a derived chart or like some way I'm like twisting my chart around and making it a little different using a different technique. I'm always just a Capricorn rising because that is what it means to have Saturn as your daddy <laughs> and your ruler and to be your own Saturn daddy. I guess I'm just wherever I go, that's what it is. I don't I didn't realize that people that that was something that was uh part of my internet experience mm-hmm. on the other end of it, but the internet and social media is a very strange place. With 500 almost 500,000 followers, I can only imagine what your DMs look like. <laughs> I'm sure that it is a very weird. Well, tell us about the landscape of your DMs. <laughs> well, it's a lot of people asking for advice about signs and like their chart and stuff. And I that really drives me crazy because first of all, I'm not an astrologer. And even if I was, I would never do work for free. Um, and I think that people like when I do a live 
thing. It's like a lot of people just want to know, like, are me and my crush compatible? Are me and my partner compatible? And it's just like exhausting because that's all people really seem to care about. Like at the very like um, basic level, that's how people uh, sort of interact with me uh, in my DMs. And then there's a lot of nice people too. I've gotten a lot of nice just comments and that sort of thing. But yeah, it's a lot of people asking about compatibility between partners or to do a birth chart reading. And I always, I mean, it gets exhausting. I can't do this for everyone, but I try to tell people, you know, where they can go to get that information because I don't feel, I think as an Aries in the past, I think that I, I've operated under like, I can, I need to do everything myself uh, and no one else can. But I've learned that there are some people that are really good at astrology and like, why should they get, why should my followers get information from me and, you know, who hasn't studied astrology, they should get it from people who are talented and experienced and have the skill. So I have some recs in my bio um, so people can check that out. But again, like people don't listen. You could tell them, you know, the stuff, but they don't, they just... I really wish a lot of times they would just use Google. A lot of stuff they ask me, it's like, you can just type that into Google. Google's free. Um, you don't have to pay for it. And and do you read the comments that you get on your memes anymore? Or is it at the point where you're just like, I don't even, not even looking? Both. Sometimes I really like interacting with people. I like people's comments. I like when people, like when my followers know my sign and they're like, oh, typical Aries thing to say or like say something, you know, about Aries. But when then there's some people that are like attack me as a person <laughs> and I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. OK, no, <laughs> like you can attack my sign all you want. Like I will join you. I'll make fun. I'll make fun of myself too, my sign. But it's like you don't know me. So what would they say that's like attacking you as a person? They think that they think a lot of people think that I'm attacking them as people. They're like, how can you just make these assumptions based on my sun sign? It's like, well, I'm I do. Bitch rising is about pop astrology, so you should never take it totally seriously. It's very basic. It's very just you know surface level because it should be fun and accessible. That's my goal, and just to like learn the basics. And if you want to go further and deeper, you can. So I think a lot of people, when I say, especially cancers, whenever I say anything bad about cancer, they will act like I never say anything bad about any other sign. <laughs> but I make fun of all the signs. But you know how cancers are. <laughs> Love them. <laughs> Every cancer listening to this is right now being like, oh, attacked. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they are. And, yes, and I'm attacking them all personally. <laughs> Individually. Yes. Individual. I know them all. Very personal <laughs> attack has to do with their their life, the way that they move through the world, mm -hmm. sp specifically on a personal basis. Yeah. <laughs> yes, but of I shouldn't course, I know there's some like some accounts that will actually put in disclaimers about like this is not, you know, 100% accurate. This is a joke. You know, have to like put all this stuff in. I'm just like I like I'm like oh, maybe I should do that, but I also like I don't I shouldn't have to hold people's hands through my content. It's like just use critical thinking skills. I'm not your teacher. Ooh, critical thinking skills. What an interesting concept. So <laughs> I recently, uh, this, at some point, maybe a few months ago, I put in my bio on Instagram, astrology for critical minds, which uh, felt like an obligation. It felt like, you know, it was definitely when I started working in astrology, it, let me, I'll tell you, let, I'll paint the scene for you. The, there was a president Barack Obama. Science was pervasive. It was not being tampered with 
on a political level. There was no pandemic. There was actually this thing called internet neutrality, which is where you could Google something and you would get the results based on what you were searching, not results based on who, which websites were putting the most marketing dollars into their account. So this was a, a time, it was 2013. It was a very long time ago. And in this time, in this era, I could really be as rebellious and sort of like nonconformist as I wanted to be. And I could say like, who are the scientists? You know, like, what are they even doing in their white coats? Like, how, why are they so smart? And I could say things like this and really push against, um, you know, I, I was so reactive and I was younger, of course, too, but I was so reactive to like, oh, you don't think astrology is real? Like, I don't think the science is real. Mm -hmm. Fast forward to 2020. There seems to be no critical thinking skills at all. We have no leadership. There's no way of, you know, on sort of for the collective, people are having a really hard time differentiating fact and fiction and differentiating what is something tangible and legitimate and something that is myth or fictitious or is something that has misinformation that is spread. So astrology is not a science. <laughs> I would be a psycho if I said that astrology was a science in 2020, because right now my focus is making sure that people know how to differentiate the spiritual practices and, you know, self-help practices that astrology and its adjacent fields can offer versus things like scientists working on vaccines or scientists analyzing you know, this little thing called COVID-19 and trying to figure out what the anatomy of it is. I don't do that work and I would never want to do that work. I don't have the skills to do that work, but the work that I do is still valuable, but that doesn't mean that the work that I do should discredit or override the work that the scientists mm -hmm. and like the real, you know, the medical professionals are doing. In 2020, we have to remember that all of this can exist simultaneously, but we need to know like how to differentiate these things. And I did not, if someone told me in 2013 that in my bio, I would write astrology for critical minds. I don't know if I would have believed them because <laughs> my rhetoric was so not that, you know, it was like, it was so much more controversial. Now I would say the biggest controversy is b saying like, Hey, I'm an astrologer, but I'm also a person and I'm biased and I have my own like, you know, views of reality. And of course I'm going to put those interpretations into my astrology work. Like, duh, obviously I'm not a prophet. <laughs> like mm -hmm. I don't have all the answers, mm -hmm. but in the 2020 landscape, people are looking to astrology and various forms of spirituality, not just for self-help, but for like guidance mm -hmm. in like a real, very desperate way, which I think is terrifying. Mm -hmm. <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> that sounds terrifying. It's hard to be, I mean, with the desperation, it's like, it, I feel that way a lot where it's like people are just, they need to know answers. They're like, you know, am I going to get a new job this month? Or like, am I going to find the love of my life this year? And that sort of thing. And they're just, they want it so badly. And and there's nothing I can do. Like, I can't, you know, I'm like, well, I can make a meme for you. <laughs> I'll make you laugh. <laughs> 
but I can't Which is tell really you important. that stuff, even if I was an astrologer. And, you know, a lot of people, that's the big thing is that um, science and astrology, like they can go together. Like they're not the same thing because like you can't apply the scientific method to astrology, but that doesn't mean that it's not real. Um, and I think a lot of what astrology helps us with is discovering things about ourselves um, and how to relate to others because we all have different signs in our chart somewhere and different traits and there's always a way that we could connect with other people and having an open mind to understanding people and to meeting them at their table at their level is always a good thing instead of just you know a sort of individualistic just focusing on yourself and that sort of thing it should help us become better people it shouldn't be like desperately trying to fix things or is this going to work out like you know I feel like my partner is less interested is it going to work out you know I feel you know should I move should I do this and all this stuff and it's just it's a it, that's not really what astrology is for it's not going to help you tell the future you know it's just it'll help you with understanding others and understanding the world and you know I grew up really religious and and astrology was just one of those things that was just not a, it just something we didn't talk about it wasn't like a thing and it's always seems like it's gone against Christianity which that's how I was raised and then I realized that like they can they can go together too just like the bible and science can go together science and astrology can go together the bible and astrology can go together it's like these things don't contradict each other so I was recently, no, this isn't recent. This is a few years ago. I was about to see someone, a relative who on my partner's side, who is religious. And I was really like sort of amped to explain how astrology and the Bible go together or like how it's like not a problem. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, let me go to the source material. So I looked up astrology and the Bible. And it turns out it doesn't really mesh well in the scripture. Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay, mom's the word. I'm not going to say anything because I'm I'm not going to do this conversation. So like in the Bible, it doesn't talk about what I think is interesting is like, if we go to the scripture, it doesn't talk about abortion. Abortion is not mentioned in the Bible. So fascinating. Obviously some text about homosexuality is very problematic Mm -hmm. in the Bible. Also, astrology is very problematic in the Bible. So how do we reconcile those things for people who are religious and are interested in astrology? I mean, I guess it's kind of maybe how do we reconcile it with sexuality too? That I mean, this is like right up my alley because I really think that the Bible is just, can't be taken literally. It just can't be. It's impossible because too many things contradict each other. And there's like within the scripture, within the scripture. Yeah. And there's so many things that the scripture says, like that, you know, if you talk back to your parents, you should be stoned. You know, if all these different things, like just things that we don't Christians today don't adhere to. But they and the biggest thing in the Bible is like they say, don't have money. If you have a lot of money, (laughs) if you're rich and you're just like selfish, like you can't get into heaven. That's the biggest thing that they talk about in the Bible. But of course, the Christians like to gloss over that and just, you know, talk about the stuff that makes them a little uncomfy, which is, you know, astrology or homosexuality or that sort of thing. But I think that any sort of 
real, like authentic Christian has to look at the Bible critically too, um, because it just can't all be taken literally. And so much of it isn't literal. So So much of it is parables and that sort of thing. So you can't, you obviously can't take it all literally because it's not all real. So I think any Christian that's a, a skeptical Christian, a, you know, someone who is a critical Christian or religious person or whatever, can see that the astrology that we apply to our lives today is not witchcraft or, you know, in that the Bible says a lot of things about witchcraft. And I think that you can sort of, if it's hurting other people, then yeah, it's bad. But if it's not hurting anyone and it's actually helping you grow, how is that bad? So it really just depends on how you look at it. And you can apply both. And I think that if you're going to get anything out of the Bible, then it should just be like, you know, you can't be a a millionaire, you know, instead of just focusing on these little things that's mostly just in the Old Testament and then or talked about by Paul in the New Testament. And I have issues with Paul. (laughs) I grew up really Christian. So I like know like all of the, you know, that sort of thing. And I've, you know, there's parts of the Bible that I like. I like Jesus a lot. And I think that Jesus would be fine with astrology. He just—he was super chill, you know, socialist. Yeah, I mean, so do you think that Jesus was a Pisces? Oh my God, yeah. No, I think that he was, <laughs> I still like the joke that I made up. It's crazy that Jesus was born a Capricorn and came back in Aries. And it's like, people are like, you know, Jesus wasn't born on Christmas. And I'm like, yes, I'm aware it's a joke. <laughs> but um, Pisces makes sense, honestly. I mean, it's the fish thing that really... It was just like super, you know, very peaceful, you know, except like if you made him mad, like he would get, you know, a little riled up, which he should, you know, they deserved it. But that's very Pisces, don't you think? I think that I I actually don't know where I got the information that Jesus was a Pisces from. But so like I might be like just like sharing some weird. No, I've heard that. Yeah. (laughs) But I don't I don't know where to source it to. But. I have always, I mean, from the time that I heard that, I was like, oh, yeah, duh, of course, Jesus is Pisces. That makes so much sense. Like, duh, Jesus is not a Capricorn. Like, no way. It is, that, that does not make sense. <laughs> it's not part of his birth chart. I would love to do, like, as much as we can, do a birth chart for Jesus because I think that I'm, I'm a big Jesus fan. I think that he was a really, he seems like a really cool guy. Mm-hmm. I don't know if what has happened since his lifetime and the way that he has been sort of reframed that he would be that thrilled with just based on what we do know about him. But again, this is a very long time ago. Mm -hmm. So it's pure speculation because we're talking 2000 years ago now. (laughs) (laughs) So this is actually a wonderful tie into your podcast, Hollywood Signs, um, (laughs) because Jesus is like an epic celebrity. Um, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) so tell us a little bit about hollywood signs who are your favorite celebrities from an astrological pov okay so i started hollywood signs because i love celebrity culture i hate so many celebrities they drive me insane but i love the culture i think it's so fun i live in la and i just love all that stuff so I kind of wanted to like have a podcast that was about astrology, but also about other stuff that I'm interested in and actually know about um, because I know way more about celebrity stuff than I do about uh, astrology, unfortunately. 
So I do it with uh, uh, the the account by astrology by underscore astrology. Sharmi uh, is my co-host, and we interview astrologers about and other people about um, their favorite celebrities' birth chart, and uh, just talking about what's going on in the stars and what's how it influences pop culture. It's really fun. I mean, some there's so many people that I want to talk about. Um, we talked about Adam Driver in the last episode. Um, I think we might be talking about Britney Spears in the next one. I'm not sure. I'd really so good. love to talk about Britney. Um, I love, I think her chart's really interesting, Sagittarius. Uh, I think, you know, all those Y2K girls are really interesting. Lindsay Lohan. So much Sag energy. Yeah. And so, and it's so interesting because all of there, I mean, there are so many great Sag female celebrity icons mm-hmm. and males too, of course, but like, I love like it seems like to be a teen celebrity, Sag Sun really is a, a a consistent pattern. I mean, we have Britney, we have Christina Aguilera, Taylor Swift, Billie Eilish. Um, there's just so many iconic Sag, and then there's I mean Nicki Minaj, but she wasn't a teenager when she became a celebrity. But there's just so, so many good ones. But what's interesting is that these Gemini and Sag eclipses are going to, you know, whether or not their nodes are in Gemini or Sag, everyone who has a prominent Gemini or Sag placement is going to be sort of front and center with in, you know, for the next, I guess, year from now through November 2021. Hmm. So it'll be very interesting to see what happens, especially with Brittany and all of the weird legalities surrounding her life that are so mysterious. And I feel like such a good place for us to channel our conspiracy <laughs> intrigue um, so much better than whether COVID is a hoax. Yeah, <laughs> that is a little better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, m- much better. So it's it's so interesting to, you know, I I think that Britney Spears has always been this very mysterious I don't know. It's like such a such a fascinating figure. She, I know she's an Aquarius moon. I don't know. Uh, do we Libra have- Libra rising? I mean, I think this is just based on my head. Charming and likable. That makes sense. It does, but I'm not sure if I'm if I'm not sure if I'm telling the truth. Yeah, <laughs> but I like doing people. You know, I like looking at the charts of. You know, I love people with Scorpio moons, not just because I have one, but I think it's so interesting because there's so many people in Hollywood with Scorpio moons, especially directors. There are so many directors with Scorpio moons, which makes sense because we're really controlling and don't always we see it seem controlling on the outside. I think that's really interesting. Um, but I don't really know a lot about the other stuff. So it's really interesting having astrologers on and have them, you know, sort of talk about it and uh, I learn a lot, and hopefully the listeners learn a lot too. Um, but it's fine. And I do want to just confirm for all of our listeners that I have the best memory ever, and Britney Spears is a Libra rising. Oh wow, two degree Libra rising. So nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> Which is actually interesting swap with Kim Kardashian, who is a Libra Sun with a Sagittarius rising. Pisces Moon. Pisces Moon. Yeah. I really connect to. Kim Pisces moon, obviously, but also interesting. I was thinking about how Michael Jackson and Kanye and Prince 
all have very similar, well, they all are Pisces moon. Prince and Kanye are both Gemini Gemini. with Pisces moon and Michael Jackson is Virgo with Pisces moon. Hmm. So I have nothing to say about these things other than observations. And these are the things that my, this is the way that my brain works. And I think about them and I think like, hmm, how could those energies be applied differently and similarly? Mm -hmm. And I think you're also right. Going back to like the Sagittarius, I really, there are so many celebrity Sagittarius Sagittarians. There's so many and there's so many fire signs, you know, there's not a whole lot of like Capricorn celebrities. Like there's, they're definitely there, but like, it's not as much and not as many, which is. It's hard. It's hard with the Cap celebrities. This is my best friend, Emily Mead, amazing Capricorn celebrity, but Kate Moss, Michelle Obama, John Legend, January Jones. That's the only ones that really like just pop out in my head immediately. Oh, David Bowie, of course. Like most of One Direction is Earth, except for Harry Styles, which was he's an Aquarius, which I think is such an Aquarius, such an important Aquarius. Like, I have a tendency to think that men with Earth signs are actually, you know what? All men are boring. (laughs) I'm just going to (laughs) say, no, I'm just kidding. Um, Earth signs can be tedious to me, except for Taurus. Taurus can be hit or miss. Oh, Elvis Presley is a really good Capricorn. Very true. Just like very like focused in a weird way. But I mean, I like messy celebrities. I think it's really fun when celebrities just like decide to just get married for like a day or something. And I miss those. I miss that so much. I miss spontaneous engagements. They don't really do that anymore. It's so sad. I wish that they would do that more consistently because it's I well, what do you think about? Have you looked at Lindsay Lohan's chart? Her can her cancer sign. She's a can yeah, she's a I've looked at it, but um I forgot her moon. I know we don't have I don't think we have her rising because we don't have her birth time. But what was her moon? Lindsay, if you're listening, please <laughs> slide into the please. IDMs. I wish every celebrity <laughs> would just give me their birth time. Like what what is the big deal? Like why can't you I know I mean, can't they can't all be Vin Diesel? It's like Vin Diesel's really into astrology. I love it. I'm obsessed with Vin Diesel. <laughs> I mean, he, so he's a cancer yes. son. And apparently, according to legend, his mom is an astrologer. Yes, that's what I've heard. I love that. Just like Sylvester Stallone, who also is a cancer and has a mommy astrologer. Wow. I think there's so many like yeah. really big like movie stars that are cancer because Tom Cruise is a cancer too. Like not maybe not maybe like act like the best actors, but like movie stars. Like, they know how they look and sort of appear on screen. Oh, well, I have another good Capricorn, Nicolas Cage. Oh, my God. Wow, yeah. So important. That's a really important Capricorn. That's one for the Capricorn A messy Capricorn. I love to see it. (laughs) A messy Capricorn is essential. Mm -hmm. Absolutely essential. So what do you think? Let's do, like, a quick fire rapid (laughs) game. What do you think is the messiest sign? Aries. What do you think is the most boring sign? (laughs) Capricorn. What do you think is the classiest sign? Classiest. um, Taurus. What do you think is the smartest sign? Virgo. What do you think is the most annoying sign? Aries. (laughs) (laughs) Aries. <laughs> <laughs> These are just I, – I think I'm out of ideas. These just came up from the top of my head. But just thank you for playing. Of that course. was excellent. <laughs> and I, I'm sure that everyone will be – you will be getting more s- slids into the IDMs I, I mean, how now. How can you say that? 
Aries aren't annoying. Yes, we are. We're annoying. I also want to talk. I also want to talk about the app that you're working on and. Tell us a little bit about that. Uh, yeah, I do. Like, I uh, do a lot of freelance work for different companies, and um, I really only like to work with with different companies that I really like and I think are good, and not just like trying to like take your information and that sort of thing. So the app that I'm working with is called Moonzo, and I just joined the team, and I'm do I'm running their Instagram account. And I'm handling like social media marketing, strategizing, that sort of thing. But I really love the idea because we have a lot, well, we have some astrology apps, but like dating apps. And then when there's some astrology, like self-help apps, but this is like sort of both. And also it's more just like making connections so they can be platonic too, not just romantic because, you know, that can be intimidating. So it's about making friends based on your zodiac sign and also daily sort of help, like guidance, you know, you know, when's the best time to confront someone based on, you know, where the planets are, that sort of thing. Um, And it's not meant to replace actual, you know, astrologers. It's just an addition to it and hopefully get more people interested in it so that they do actually want to go deeper. So I just think it's a great way. It's going to be a great way to learn about yourself, learn about others and to just grow as people, which I always think is a good idea. And if astrology can help with growth, then I think that it's it's great and should be used that way. So I'm really excited about it. And you can sign up for it now. It's not out yet, but um, you can sign up so you'll be the first to get it um, at moonzo.com or you can follow uh, on Instagram moonzo.app. Um, and yeah, that's what I'm working on now. Cool. Um, what do you think about CoStar? I actually worked for CoStar in the past. Oh, really? Yes. So do the... Ha- so tell us the tea. Do they, do they, who do they hire? <laughs> um, <laughs> well, they hired me <laughs> um, okay. for like content, um, that sort of thing. Um, I don't, I never met with any astrologers. There's some people who say that they don't have astrologers on their team. I never met with any, but I, so I can't say anything about that. Um, it was, it was good. It's just, they're so established with their tone and everything. It's, it, I like sort of growing with different things and sort of developing it and like having more of a say and the uh, yeah moonzo was just great and we just hired an astrologer who i love shante out loud on instagram she's great and um yeah so we're gonna have actually have astrologers like you know writing about the stuff so it's not just you know people like me writing about it i'm just here to like you know get people interested in it which is like kind of like the kind of like the mission of aries in general like aries needs to like get the party started you know yeah we don't have a zodiac without aries yeah and i like yeah i like to have more control over things and um but i learned a lot from working for costar i was when i worked for them for, i worked for them for a few months they came to me um, and asked me to join the team. And I was like, sure. But I also work for horoscope.com, doing stuff for their social media, which I really like. I like them a lot. Um, They have like a lot of info on astrology that's written by actual astrologers. um, And I've learned a lot from just working for them. But I really love doing stuff where I feel like I have, you know, I can put my own spin on it. And yeah, that's probably because I'm an Aries. (laughs) Yeah, and also because you have something to say. Mm-hmm. Oh, I have a lot of things to say. <laughs> yeah, which I feel like is one of the reasons that bitch rising is 
clever and smart and relatable is that it's like, what happens if you just do a full fucking Aries assessment of the whole Zodiac? You know? <laughs> and like, obviously we know that we can't like, in real life, we don't want to be mean to each other. Mm-hmm. We're not going to like stereotype and typecast each other based on our Zodiac sign. Mm-hmm. But like, if we have some fun with it and just do like a full, if we just drag everyone for just a second and like have that be what we play with, then we're all kind of on the same playing field, you know? Yeah. And if it's not, people are always like, oh, well, I'm a Gemini and I don't do that. And it's like, okay, then it doesn't apply to you. It doesn't, it's not going to apply to every Gemini. It's impossible. (laughs) It doesn't disprove it. So I don't know why they're commenting that (laughs) at all. If it doesn't apply, then it doesn't apply. People are like, oh, how can people say cancers are manipulative? I'm not manipulative. Okay, then you're not manipulative. Like, why are you going to listen to what someone says about your sign over what you know about yourself? You know, and it's like, but you should also be aware that you have tendencies to maybe like I have a tendency to be controlling or to to speak over people, to not let other people, um, you know, to not to, I, I, you know, I have tendencies to do things that are not that are selfish, that are not helpful to people that are that I don't want. And knowing those things help me to not do those things, because if I'm so aggressively saying, no, I'm not that way, why am I just saying that I'm not and I'm, instead of actively trying not to be like that? And so, like, that's how it should be. There's no bad signs. There's just bad people. And there's no bad placements. People are like, where's my neck? Which sign is like, which placement is like my negative traits? Which is like all of them. And they're all, (laughs) they're your good traits too. Like, they show everything. And you can't get caught up with what other people say about the signs because an evolved version of that isn't going an evolved an evolved version of any of the signs is going to act like try to not hurt anybody they're gonna you know i think that people should have fun and do what they want to do as long as no one's getting hurt then what's the big deal astrology is fun i mean if you're using it as a way to be like well i'm you know this sign so i can you know i'm a gemini so i can like manipulate people (laughs) that's not okay you can't use your sign to be like well i'm just like this because there's plenty of people who are gemini who don't do that and that you can do that too. It's just like you have to grow. So that's what I think uh, about that. <laughs> yeah, I think that, you know, it's I love I love the way that you phrase that. And I think that it's so true that astrology is is really a way for you to see yourself wholly and fully and completely and to see like these are my strengths and these are my weaknesses. And my strengths are also my weaknesses and my weaknesses are also my strengths. And like everything is and isn't and everything is positive and negative. And also nothing is binary in astrology. And it's very silly to say, you know, and this applies to predictive astrology too. Um, Obviously in 2020, everyone wants to know, is it good or bad? And it's neither, Mm -hmm. you know, it just just is, is. this is where we are, you know, things just happen and they have consequences. Um, and that is pretty much, you know, period. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's it. Like actions have consequences Mm -hmm. and that is the most important thing to remember. But are those consequences positive or negative? It also is a matter of interpretation. Mm -hmm. You know, what might be positive for me isn't necessarily positive for the person I'm breaking up with, which isn't really happening. Luke, if you're listening, (laughs) Um, (laughs) that was just an example. Um. (laughs) But that's also why a lot of a lot of men aren't interested in it, I think, because it's like it's not it. Well, I always say it's because they can't win at it. Um, But it's really because like it 
I think a lot of people find it intimidating, especially men, because it does require a lot of critical thinking. It requires a lot of like emotional maturity to understand things. It requires a lot of introspection, something that's not, it's not that men can't do it. They're just not encouraged to. So while women are usually, so a lot of men don't even, you know, get into astrology or they think it's dumb or something because they want like like i said you can't apply the scientific method to astrology so you can't be like it's 100 percent true so a lot of people are like well if i can't say it's 100 percent true then i don't want anything to do with it but it's like there's so many things in this world that we don't like that we believe in that aren't that can't be proven by science like so what what's wrong with that if it's helping you then what's the big deal and i think a lot of men would be really do well to get into it and maybe start texting people like you know at 11 11 so that they think that <laughs> so that they think that it's a sign totally. or that sort of thing or like even just being like oh you know we're a good match like you you know if you're a guy that's interested in women why wouldn't you try that i just think that seems pretty obvious what is your breakdown of men and women i have like 10 percent male followers so 90 percent female pretty followers. much yeah that's something that i'm really trying to change but every time i try to center men at all I really don't I'm not used to it <laughs> I'm not used to centering men in the conversation um because there's so much of the world with this that's centered on them but yeah I, I would say go to 100 percent 100 percent women fabulous <laughs> but uh yeah because I mean I'd like I'd like to have a lot, a lot of different people but I mean I do it for the girls and the gays ultimately <laughs> but yeah 10 percent's fine <laughs> Yeah, 10% is fine. They're really aggressive. They get really aggressive about it. And I've had to block a lot of men, actually, because they're really inappropriate. Interesting. I mean, interesting because totally unsurprising, but <laughs> totally <laughs> interesting nonetheless. Interesting to see on a macro scale because I would say that, you know, the reach that you have is macro enough where it's like, you know, that's a it's a small country. <laughs> it's a, yeah, it's a lot of people. I had to get rid of a lot of people this year because they were being racist. A lot of people outed themselves wow. as racist. And I lost a lot of followers because I was being very outspoken about how I wouldn't tolerate that. And I don't miss them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think that boundaries and sort of really clarifying where we stand on certain things is is going to be the spirit of 2021. Mm -hmm. As much as it was the spirit of 2020, I think that it's going to be with the fixed energy coming in, it's going to be absolutely imperative that we say like, we do not tolerate this in this house. Mm -hmm. We do not tolerate this in this house. This totally welcome. Fuck around with it. Mm -hmm. But the other things, absolutely not. And if you're doing that here, you get blocked, you're banned. Goodbye. Yeah. Because we can't be wishy-washy with this shit. Totally. I totally agree. Well, it has been so lovely to connect with you today. Where can all of our listeners find you if they aren't already following you, which I'm sure they are, but just to make sure that they are getting all of the really good content. Okay. There's there's a few. I mean, you can follow me at bitch.rising, uh, horny astrology and stoner zodiac. You can also follow my personal, um, which is space glam. I post on there sometimes. And then there's Hollywood Signs Pod on Instagram. <laughs> you can check that out and you can listen to that. And then there's Moonzo.app, which is the app that I work for. Um, and I think that's it. You can also go to bitch, 
uh, rising.com. There's some stuff on there too, some resources. And check out the resources that are in my bio on Bitch Rising because it's some really good astrologers. Um, they have really good info regularly. So yeah, that's where you can find me. Amazing. Well, thank you so much. It's been such a pleasure talking to you. Thank you for having me. This has been so fun. Bye. Bye.